Coming to you via the internet and your friends at PipesMagazine.com, it's the Pipes Magazine Radio Show. The show with the host that does dishes, washes windows, and dresses himself in the morning. Now, I invite you to sit back, relax, the smoking lamp is lit. Here's your host, Brian Levine. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Pipes Magazine radio show. Yes, the sometimes irreverent, sometimes educational, but always entertaining weekly pipe smoking broadcast. And I am your host, Brian Levine, uh, reminding you that you must be of legal smoking age wherever you are to actually listen to this show. So, uh, hey, listen, if you're in California and you're 20 years old, uh, you need to move to Nevada and listen to the show. There you go. All right got that out of the way uh on tonight's show in pipe parts i'm gonna talk about a few of my uh some more of my favorite things yeah we're we're going back into uh, a few more of my favorite things get those wrapped up my guest tonight is uh, pipe maker ron smith who uh does uh, ron's free hands and uh he's uh he, he's quite a uh, quite a renaissance guy i really got i really enjoyed getting to know ron so you'll get to hear that uh, music, mailbag, and a rant. All that coming up on tonight's episode of the uh, Pipes Magazine radio show. And, uh, you know, re- and remember, when we talk about a few of my favorite things, uh, we're, we're not, uh, you know, it's not a, a song from a musical. We're talking about what I am a, a leading expert on in my own opinion. So if you have some of your own favorite things that I don't happen to cover, uh, well, you know what? Uh, post about them. Uh, pipesmagazine.com or uh, message me or all that stuff also uh, you know this is back to school time and uh, back to uh, the fall season of uh, this is the point where weekends get busy for me and for all of us and uh, we're starting our uh, final season of uh, marching band or uh, I guess some people call it football season uh, but this this is our final year of marching band as our daughter's a senior in college and uh, so we'll uh, we'll be hitting a few football games in Greenville North Carolina and then it just seems like this time of the year you know you get into August and the weekends start getting busy and the next thing you know September October have gone by and then pretty soon it's Thanksgiving so uh, you can start thinking about uh, birthday gifts for me and uh, Christmas presents there you go all right, let's get the show rolling. So everybody sit back, relax, fire up a bowl. Thank you all for tuning in, and here we go. There's nothing quite like a good book, or my genuine Missouri Meerschaum corncob pipe, an American legend since 1869. It's the coolest, smoothest pipe I've ever owned. See for yourself at corncobpipe.com. Welcome back, and uh, so finishing off with a few of my uh, with my favorite things. Uh, when it comes to lighters, we all know which lighter I like. It's the Jeep DJEEP, and you know the reason I like them is that big flat side on it where I can use it to tamp the ash down at the beginning of the bowl. Uh, the larger tank means that they don't run out as as fast as a big disposable. Um, 
the price dollar seventy five dollar ninety five wherever you can find them means that you know if I lose one or it breaks I'm not crying about it but also the uh, the larger uh, the the larger size of it means that my thumb is really far away from the flame so I don't get uh, you know it doesn't get heated up I don't get burned and I always carry at least two of them with me in case one goes out that way I'm never without a lighter. Uh, when it comes to tampers, uh, there's there's two, well, there's three that I absolutely can't live without. Uh, the first one is the little three-in-one that screws together where the little tamper and uh, the tamper screws inside of the pick and it screws inside and it comes apart in three pieces. I absolutely love those because when, you know, they come with the Brigham logo or without. And, uh, I mean, there's more expensive versions of them too that uh, Dunhill has done, but... I like them because the the primary reason is because all the ashes uh, when I put the when I screw the tamper back together again, all the ashes stay right there inside the little black uh, the little black cover. Nothing gets in my pocket. I don't have to worry about finding a napkin to wipe anything off on. Uh, they're just clean, easy to keep in a pocket. And again, I've got that in my pocket with my two lighters, and and I'm good to go. Uh, at home and in the car, the eight deco tampers have a big wide base to them. They have a little, uh, uh, they're ventilated so that they don't completely smother it, but they're, they've got a good handle to them. Uh, they come with or without a pick inside of the handle. Uh, it doesn't matter to me either way. Uh, it, it just depends on which color I have. But again, I like those because they're big, they're easy to handle, and they get the job done, especially when I'm driving where I may not be able to look at the pipe completely. So, you know, I know exactly where it is. Uh, and again, they're eight, nine bucks. So if I lose them, not dramatically terrible. Now I've got some really nice high end tampers. One of my favorite was, uh, made by, uh, cosmic folklore, Michael, and it's absolutely beautiful sterling silver, and it sits at, right next to my reading chair in an ashtray, and that's the one that I use when I'm, you know, sitting there and really paying attention to what I'm doing. Do I really want to travel with it or carry it? <laughs> no, I'd be afraid to lose it too much. Uh, lighters, I've got a couple of fancy ones, but again, I've had too many problems with uh, traveling and losing lighters and yeah, just forgetting where they were, and it, uh, you know, I just don't want to go through that anymore. Uh, so the, and then the third tamper that I can't live without is obviously the check pipe tool. Uh, the check pipe tool is the ultimate in cheap and versatile. Uh, I keep one or two sitting around in different ashtrays around the house, and primarily when I use them is when it's time to clean out the bowl, uh, just because that big spoon is really uh it's really good for getting the getting the ash out and the dawdle out uh, pipe cleaners i'm i'm fussy about pipe cleaners and again i'm you know i'm, I'm uh let's say that yes i'm fussy we'll just we'll just call it that i'm fussy i'm particular about my pipe cleaners there are three that i'm willing to buy they are the McBaron and the Brigham in the uh, 50 or 75 bag, depending on what's on sale and what's available. And the other one that I like is the BJ Long 100 pack that are six and a half inches long. I need a pipe cleaner to be at least six and a half inches long. If it's under that, 
it doesn't work they don't work for the bulk of my pipes and i end up grabbing yeah i use both ends of the pipe cleaner because there's two ends so may as well use them all and no i don't uh I, I, I don't trim off the the dirty ends to get to clean parts, but I use both ends, and I don't want that really dirty part in my hand. So six and a half inches long works for most pipes for me to use both ways. Um, depending on the pipe and depending on where I am, I'll use the BJ Longs or the Brigham's. It just depends on the pipe. If it's a uh, if it's a pipe that has a little bit of a problem navigating the draft hole, I like the extra rigid brigham wire in there uh if it's a pipe that's perfectly straight it doesn't really matter but again i'm looking for that six and a half inch long pipe cleaner and i want them at a good price because i use an average of two pipe cleaners per bowl one during the smoke and one afterwards to clean it out with the everclear uh so you add on uh, at two cents per pipe cleaner now i'm adding on four cents per bowl so I want to make sure and get uh, get good deals on them. I also want to make sure I have plenty of them laying around because uh, you know I don't want to I don't want to have all these pipes and all these tobaccos and then ten years from now being stuck buying uh, fuzzy sticks from Walmart that are polyester and dramatically more expensive. A uh, couple of other things, real quick. Yep, I love good coffee. Uh, and I love uh, and I've fallen in love now with the Pellegrino bottled water and uh, i just like that with especially this time of the year when it's still hot and humid here uh you know cool bottle of water with a pipe sitting outside nothing better all right uh again if you have any of your favorite things remember these are mine and i'm the leading expert on my own opinion so uh, if you have any of your favorite things post them on the pipes magazine radio show page or post them on the uh, pipes magazine uh, forums let me know about them and i'll uh, and i'll pop them in the show and in just a minute, Ron Smith. This is Internet Radio. I'm Jeremy Reeves, head blender of Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. Since 1990, Cornell & Deal has been producing high-quality pipe tobacco, expertly blended by hand using time-honored methods, unique recipes, and no small amount of innovation. One example of such innovation is our bestseller, Autumn Evening, we start with whole leaf red Virginia and strip the stems by hand. The tobacco is then cut into ribbons and cooked for two days according to our unique recipe to create our special red Virginia Cavendish. Then we infuse the tobacco while it's still hot with our secret flavoring to achieve the sublime sweetness, deep flavor, and delightful aroma that makes autumn evening so well loved by our loyal customers and everyone around them as they enjoy this very special blend. Cornell & Deal Pipe Tobacco Company. It's a labor of love. Contact your local or online retailer for information. Welcome back to the Pipes Magazine radio show. And uh, joining us is a, uh, a pipe maker who lives nearby. But, I, you know, I, I tease you because you live on the wrong side of the Smoky Mountains, just on the, on the Tennessee side. But it is beautiful country and... Uh, I just I got to see some of your pipes uh, at the uh, recent Columbus Pipe Show, so please welcome to the Pipes Magazine Radio Show, Ron Smith. Ron, welcome to the show. Uh, good morning, Brian. All right, so you didn't grow up uh, in the uh, in the Smoky Mountains, did you? Of course not. <laughs> I grew up 
on the south side of Chicago. <laughs> um, that's a little bit of a rougher neighborhood. Uh, it is now. Back, you know, back then, um, slightly different demographic. Uh, basically, um, uh, the area was um, uh, Catholic, Jewish. Uh, I think we were one of the few Protestant families around there. So, growing up there, are you a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan? Well, notwithstanding the geography, I've always been kind of a Cubs fan. You know, keep in mind I grew up during the Ernie Banks year. Oh. Um, uh, you know, kind of a colorful, uh, you know, colorful era. But you know, but always, ha- always happy to see the Sox win. Yeah. All right, so what? Uh, so, so what'd you do with your life before uh, before pipe making? Before, before pipe making, uh, well, uh, you know, last gig was uh, you know as a lawyer. <laughs> uh, it's and, been nice uh, talking to you. We can't afford any more time with you, so thank you very much. Um, well, well that, no, no, that's okay. When I quit working, I quit billing. Oh, okay, good. All right, good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's a, what? Any reason why you uh, decided to be a lawyer? Uh, hmm. it, it was it was kind of a weird combination of facts and events which led that way. Um, uh, coming out of uh, high school for various and sundry reasons, uh, you know, uh, I was actually uh, interested uh, in uh, you know psychology. And, uh, you know, wound up getting a degree at uh, Florida State in uh, social work. Huh. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm working in the halfway houses in Florida uh, for a bit. Eventually uh, became a um, staff trainer in kind of a new program there, uh, uh, which was aimed at delinquency prevention, which at that point was kind of a cutting edge uh, thing. So uh, initially I'd done some research. Uh, in the area, put together a compilation of uh, grant efforts and uh, articles and uh, some uh, thinking on the subject, um, and uh, you know then went on to uh, get a master's degree in counseling, and uh, you know wound up uh, doing staff training um, uh, in the state of Florida, and which included uh, you know not only the uh, parole probation people, uh, but also the uh, 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 police academies up there, including the uh, Highway Patrol Academy in Florida, and, you know, really enjoyed that gig. Wow. Uh, Ron, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just said, wow, you, uh, that, that, that's a lot of awfully serious stuff for a guy who ends up living in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> well, well uh, you know, weird things led to uh, the Smoky Mountains. Um, uh, about 1976, uh, what was uh, formerly the Division of Youth Services uh, kind of uh, did some uh, reconfiguring, uh, which meant that no longer was I dealing generally uh, or specifically with juvenile matters, but uh, you know wound up doing you know doing early uh, training programs on uh, how to enter. Uh, gosh, payrolls or uh, you know some kind of. Um, uh, you know, money into early computer systems, uh, you know, which was really kind of not the course I was uh, wanting to 
uh, you know, pursue at that time. So what got me to the Smoky Mountains uh, was the Upward Bound program at Tusculum College. Wow. So, well, well, let's back up. When do, when do you become a lawyer in here somewhere? Oh, that well, that comes later. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I, I mean, didn't start didn't start law school until I was thirty. However, um, you know, by the time I'm uh, you know twenty six, uh, you know, pretty much I've reached my first goal, and that is to have my own um, kids program. And that was, uh, you know, the Upward Bound program, which is a college preparatory program uh, at Tusculum. Uh, we expanded that to uh, something called Special Programs for Educational Development and, uh, you know, stuck around uh, Tusculum, uh, you know, for uh, uh, two years. Uh, wanted to get into development, uh, which was uh, fundraising for the college things along that line, uh, that didn't happen, uh, kind of split from uh, Tusculum because, had, you know, had pretty much had pretty much accomplished uh, what we had set out to do, and that was, uh, you know, reform the program, make it a true college prep program. And so, uh, I, you know, wound up taking a, a few gigs, wound up uh, working at a mental health facility, uh, in Greenville, and um, uh, basically one of the features uh, at the health facility was a direct line. Uh, you know, this was before, uh, you know, we had cell phones. You could call anywhere in the country. We used to yeah. call them lots lines, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, wound up... Uh, understanding that I didn't want to uh, do the social work in the uh, uh, mental institutions. Uh, the only offers I was getting were to do other uh, similar programs uh, to Upward Bound. Uh, almost almost took one, and then I decided to uh, sit pat. And um, anyways, that Watts line led to the office of the Dean of Admissions, at the law school over Tennessee, <laughs> and and off you go to become a lawyer. <laughs> uh, well, that was kind of an interesting, uh, you know, gig as well. Uh, basically, I hadn't, uh, you know, taken the LSATs. I think I'd uh, gone through the other, um, uh, you know, parts of the application process, but uh, took the LSATs. I want to say in June, and I think. Um, by that time, the um, class of 1980 was already getting, uh, had, had already been accepted. Uh, you know, so, you know, I was kind of looking, uh, you know, forward, you know, spending another year, uh, you know, in uh, Greenville. But uh, one August afternoon, uh, you know, home from work, I, I, got, I, I remember specifically talking to a guy in Ireland on my ham radio. <laughs> and uh, the phone rings, and basically it's the uh, dean. He says, we're prepared to offer you conditional uh, acceptance into the law school. Uh, you know. And I said, hey, cool. Uh, and she said, yeah, it begins next week. And I said, hmm. But, you know, <laughs> but uh, anyways, the conditions was, uh, or were, excuse me, that, um, uh, let's see, the LSAT scores, uh, you know, got into her, which they did. And... Um, uh, you know, bottom line, in uh, you know about five minutes, I think I'd uh, you know called my boss, given notice, 
and uh, <laughs> you know, pretty much, uh, you know, I was making preparations to go down to uh, to Knoxville or go up to. Excuse me, I was down to Knoxville, yeah, and uh, get a place to live. <laughs> wow. Uh, so when did uh, when did pipes and tobaccos come into your life? Oh, gee, uh, pretty early. I uh, had a grandfather who was a uh, uh, pipe smoker. <laughs> but uh, uh, in, in, a, in a very weird way, I uh, got exposed, uh, I guess, on a larger scale, uh, you know, thanks to the good folks at Yvonne Reese in yeah. uh, you know, downtown Chicago. Wow. So you, you'd, get uh, on, you'd get on the train and go up to downtown Chicago and go pipe shopping? Well, at that at that point, um, you know, gosh, uh, you know, we're, and we're talking about, you know, the years of, uh, you know, fourteen, fifteen, and then, uh, you know, didn't get back until I was uh, eighteen, nineteen. But uh, one, uh, for whatever reason, one of my regular stops and hangouts became the Art Institute of Chicago, which is on Michigan Avenue, which is exactly uh, one street away from Wabash Avenue, where. Um, uh, Yvonne Reese, uh, you know, says, and, and, I, and I don't know why I gravitated, uh, you know, f- from, uh, you know, the second floor of the Art Institute over to Yvonne Reese, but um, I, that's pretty much what happened. Um, you know, always, uh, you know, eh, to the Art Institute, there was a pie shop downtown. Always, <laughs> always went to the pie shop and, uh, you know, then, uh, you know, went looking at, uh, you know, Yvonne Reese, which, uh, you know, back then, um, I think had a pipe museum with, uh, some narration by a local, uh, broadcaster, um, and, and just some fascinating pieces, the, the, you know, going from, uh, you know, one form of art, uh, you know, at the Art Institute and mostly the contemporary stuff on the second floor. You know, over to Yvonne Reese and, uh, you know, seeing, uh, you know, all these uh, pieces, you know, from antiquity, uh, you know, right on, uh, you know, through the, you know, present era. Uh, you know, it was, it was pretty much a good day out for me. Yeah. So you, so early on, you also had a little, uh, a, a little appreciation for the arts, too. Uh, appreciation, but, uh, you know, uh, no ability. <laughs> Welcome to the club. We've got badges. Uh, yeah, yeah, correct. And membership cards. Um, you know, I'm trying to go through rehab on that one right now. <laughs> All right. So, do you do you remember the first pipe that you bought? Uh, I remember. I remember the first pipe I received, um, and. Um, it was uh, gifted to me from a, a roommate at uh, the facility. Uh, you know, I spent uh, you know much of my uh, adolescent years in uh, in Miami, and it was a uh, Dr. Graybull, which my buddy had uh, nicked from uh, the Walgreens on Flagler Street. <laughs> and I st- and I still have the pipe. <laughs> And did he did he at least get you some decent tobacco, or did you uh, start off with some rough stuff? Um, no, no, no. I had to go find the tobacco myself, and I mean, of course, um, uh, boy, uh, you know, I'm I'm sure it was uh, Middleton's Cherry Blend. <laughs> and, and then and you survived it. 
Uh, yeah, after yeah, after my mouth recovered, uh, you know, probably uh, you know, probably tried it a few more times, and uh, you know, gravitated to uh, you know something a little bit milder. Uh, you know, technique at that time probably contributed to uh, you know the uh, you know burns. <laughs> That's a perfect spot for us to take a break. When we'll come back, we'll talk about your technique, and then uh, we'll we'll get into finally you making some pipes. Uh, stay with us. We'll be back in just a minute. My name is Shane Ireland, and I'm the pipe manager at SmokingPipes.com. It's my job to source and select the absolute best pipes from all over the world. We take collecting seriously, so you should think of us as your team of personal pipe shoppers. When you browse our site and make your selection, the pipe you've picked out has traveled from the maker to our merchandising and quality control department. It was then given to our highly skilled photographers, videographers, and copywriters before being carefully and lovingly packaged by our shipping team. Pipe you see is the pipe you get, and it's just the one you've been searching for. Whether you're on the hunt for that next special piece to add to your collection, or would simply like a recommendation from our extensive selection of tobaccos, give us a call at 1-888-366-0345, and our friendly experts will be glad to assist you. We are quality. We are experts. We are collectors. We are SmokingPipes.com. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show, <laughs> visiting with the with the Renaissance man Ron Smith, who I, I I'm still I've met you, and I'm and I'm still not going to hold it against you that you are a lawyer. Uh, so you know, not yet at least. Uh, but, yeah. is, uh, but I, I usually you know tell people that you know I used to sell drugs to kids or you know, something <laughs> like that. Uh, you know, expectation but uh you know with the, but you know in the end this crowd will come clean <laughs> all right so before the break you talked about your your packing technique and then and then refining it and, and getting it what do you remember how you packed those first bowls and then how did you figure out how to pack a pipe correctly uh well there was a notorious absence of uh, adult supervision on that. <laughs> um, and, and, and basically, as you can imagine, in uh, you know, the early years, uh, you, know, a, you know, a pipe, which, you, you, know, you know, you couldn't, uh, you know, pursuant to the rules, have, um, the, you know, in, uh, you know, the you know, place where I was, uh, you know, you really couldn't take it to school. Uh, they didn't like cigarettes much either. Don't know why. Um <laughs> Uh, you know, probably didn't refine the, that technique, uh, you know, until uh, college. All right. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, basically, you know, just, you know, probably like anybody else, uh, since we didn't have, uh, you know, videos, and, uh, you know, magazines and, uh, you know, Internet and helpful hints uh, all the way around. Uh, it was just a matter of experimentation until... You know, I found, uh, you know, a pack uh, technique and, uh, you know, tobaccos, which were um, favorable. When, so did you try English aromatics or Virginias and dabble around and do all that stuff? Yeah, you know, but yeah, eventually I got there. Uh, and, and once again, when I was able to go back to Chicago, uh, you know, during the uh, summers, um, you know, once again, 
same gig, Art Institute, second floor, which is the contemporary collection, uh, or what you call the modern art collection. Um, and, uh, you know, then go over to Yvonne Reese and um, go to the uh, basket pipes, uh, which were uh, back then, you know, just fantastic. Um, um, you know, so, uh, yeah, I was able to, uh, uh, you know, pick up a pipe. Uh, generally, uh, as I recall, it must have been pretty cheap because I didn't have much income, uh, you know, back then, and uh, got to sample uh, several tobaccos. Uh, you know, the Yvonne Reese collections of, uh, you know, various English tobaccos and aromatics and uh, just kind of experimented around. So let, let's fast forward so we don't run out of time on this, but uh, you're making pipes now. And what was the uh, what, what what got you interested in making pipes and, and why? Um, well, a primary motivator uh, uh, was uh, actually began a retirement, and uh, in Tennessee, and, and I think this is probably true for um, uh, other states as well. Uh, when you approach a, a certain age, you're allowed to take classes uh, in community colleges and colleges. Um, either very, excuse me, either very cheaply or at no cost at all. Yeah. So I'd reached the age, and um, went to, went to a place called Walter State Community College up in Morristown, <laughs> uh, so I could uh, so I could take art classes. And as interested as I've always been in art, uh, I'd, I'd never taken an art class in you know any of the undergrad programs or the graduate programs or you know certainly not law school. So, uh, you know, in the, in the hopes that it would make me a more well-rounded human being, um, you know, I signed up for uh, photography and uh, sculpture classes and, you know, wound up, uh, wound up putting about a year and a half, two years, uh, you know, Walter State. Um, and, and in one of the sculpture classes, uh, you know, I was kind of blessed with, uh, you know, very nice uh, teacher uh, who, you know, pretty much said, what the hell, you know, do what you want to do. And, you know, so kind of off that, and having in the past, uh, you know, worked, uh, you know, done some uh, pipe kits, uh, you know, at a tobacco shop in Knoxville. Yeah. Uh, uh, you, know, so, uh, you know, got some uh, eBay uh, briar and stems uh, from a guy of all places in Germany, but it was, uh, you know, cheap. And, uh, you know, started putting a uh, collection of power tools together, uh, you know, so I could uh, produce uh, pipes. And, uh, yeah, you know, they were, uh, boy, uh, they were uh, well-received, but keep in mind the audience was, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, tw- you know, 20-year-old non-pipe smokers. <laughs> but they, uh, but they uh, liked the results. Um, you know, by God, they uh, kind of worked. So I was thrilled and, um, uh, you know, kind of went on from there, uh, making, uh, you know, making the obligatory stop at uh, Columbus uh, in Tim West's shop. Uh, and that was four years ago. Yeah, Tim's a, Tim's a great guy and a great enabler of uh, getting people to go down a rabbit hole. Yes, and, and uh, I don't know, you know, some, someday we ought to start a Tim West Alumni Association. <laughs> uh, you know, seriously, because, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, 
a lot of us, uh, you know, got our start in that shop. Yeah. He, well, and, and on top of that, he is a really good guy. Uh, yeah. And so what, let, let's go through this. Uh, if, if you can kind of quickly, what is the, uh, what is the Tim West process of initiating you into how to properly make a pipe? Uh, essentially it's watch and learn. Uh, you'll spend a, uh, morning watching Tim, uh, do a piece. And, uh, you know, ah, you know, seeing, you know, the machinery, uh, you know, seeing what he does to, uh, you know, pull one together, you know, getting all the holes in the right places. And, uh, you know, then in the afternoon, it's, uh, you know, your turn. Uh, the, you know, and, and I mean, as you can imagine, um, you know, gosh, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, you see a lot of stuff that uh, you, you don't have or don't have, and, and, you know, don't have much, if any, exposure to. And I'm talking about stuff like uh, lace and sanding wheels and, uh, you know, drill presses. And, yeah. uh, you know, that stuff was not in, uh, you know, my uh, vocabulary, much less in my basement at the time. And and they didn't have that stuff at the community college? <laughs> no, they had a very, uh, very primitive shop. <laughs> and, I, and I think it was a, um, a little, uh, you know, um, oh, gosh, uh, 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 oh, some kind of uh, belt sander, you know, thing with the, uh, you know, various, uh, you know, wheels on that, uh, which didn't <laughs> work. Could never get the damn thing to work properly. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you know, when you're when you're sitting down to make a pipe, do you are you following the grain in the block, or are you uh, kind of you know trying? Do you have a shape in mind when you look at it? Um, no, I, I don't look at a piece of uh, briar necessarily and see a pipe, although, um, yeah, put it this way, if, I, if I'm working with, uh, you know, a nice plateau block, yeah, you know, gonna, you're going to look for the uh, grain, uh, and as I'll teach you at the uh, seminar in Chicago, you know, try to follow the grain and, you know, take all, uh, you know, take all appropriate, uh, you know, steps. Um how, however, uh, you know, the, hmm, although I enjoy working with plateau, get some uh, nice pieces, you know, coming out of the uh, plateau blocks. Uh, you know, I bulk order from uh, Mark Timsky, uh, you know, just the uh, Ubershan, however we pronounce that word. Um, uh, you know, and, and, and basically some days just, uh, you know, just enjoy taking a piece and, uh, you know, going over to the wheel, cleaning it off and, uh, you know, start on something. So th- this really is kind of a, it's a retirement hobby, enjoyment, passion for you that you happen to actually get to sell at the end of it. Um, well, not a good day, yes. <laughs> uh, it, but, there's a, but there's a therapeutic um aspect to it um in, in terms of uh you know at this stage you know you're re- number you know number one you're replacing the time that you used to spend in stressful situations um and you're concentrating on uh you know just this uh, you know little piece of uh, you know wood and uh, you know trying to make uh, you know something uh, you know good of it and then you get fascinated, uh, you know, by the shape, by what you see, and, uh, you know, by the grain, by the features. 
Um, you know, so it's really quite possible to lose yourself in the process. Uh, you miss a lot of lunch breaks that way, but um, it, it's, it serves a purpose. And and I can see by looking at your pipes on Facebook, I can see the I can see the artistic stylings that you do. I can see some of uh, some of Tim West in there. Uh, but you're yeah you know, you're not afraid of trying to push an angle in a different way or use a different color stem and use some different uh, shank adornments. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I mean, you know, at, at this point, uh, you know, I'm experimenting. Uh, you know, unfortunately, as much as I appreciate art, uh, I don't have a talent for it, per se, <laughs> okay? Um, and, um, it, you know, it, it's not so much, um, you know, uh, you know, Tim got me started. Uh, but, you know, the, hmm, I, I always used to like the more contemporary uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, makers, uh, you know, starting with the uh, Great Danes. Uh, you know, I used to see, uh, you know, with Yvonne Reese, and then, um, uh, you know, more uh, recently, um, you, you know, just, uh, boy, just some of the uh, real sculptural elements that are uh, coming into the, um, you know, pipe world, you know, these days are, uh, you know, kind of overwhelming. Uh, don't have the talent, uh, you know, at this point, to, uh, uh, you know, kind of go in, uh, you know, these wonderfully creative directions that, uh, you know, we're uh, really seeing. So, uh, you know, you know, right now, you know, focus on, uh, you know, making sure the holes get all in the right place, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, making sure that, um, you know, we've, uh, we're doing something which is aesthetically pleasing and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, going on from there, uh, uh, you know, practicality, um, you know, is neat, but, uh, you know, it also has to be aesthetically pleasing, uh, you know, to the eye. On uh, You know, when we go to the shows, you know, on some days, uh, uh, you know, it's very aesthetically pleasing. Some days, you know, uh, you know, some days, uh, you know, just won't sell much, which, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, is kind of a, um, uh, you know, sound that tells you to, uh, you know, do better and uh, kind of improve your skills. Well, twenty something years in the in the hobby industry and twenty years of going to pipe shows and if I could figure out what was gonna sell at that pipe show in advance, I wouldn't have been in the business as long as I was. I would have been picking lottery numbers. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think all I think all of us um you know, kinda of go through uh, that experience. There are uh, you know, some guys uh with just immense talent that, uh, you know, can, uh, you know, take a dozen pieces, uh, you know, over there and, uh, you know, sell out. And, uh, you know, some of us, uh, you know, tend to accumulate, you know, uh, you know, pieces of our work, uh, you know, kind of uh, leave home the pieces that, uh, you know, we now recognize, uh, you know, should not be on the table. And, uh, you know, we're probably better off incinerating. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, um, you know, it's kind of work your way, you know, through there. Try to, you know, try to figure it out. But you know, most important, you know, you've got to, you've got to have something which is both practical, you know, a good smoker, but what gets you sold most likely is the combination of aesthetics and price. Why the name? So you, so you, do you stamp your pipe 
Ron's free hands, but R A N Z, correct? Yeah. So, are you in the witness protection program, and that's why you use the R A N Z? Uh, I'll put it to you this way: after yeah, after law career uh, or during the law career, you actually get an appreciation uh, for anonymity. <laughs> uh, however, however, you know when you have a name like mine. Uh, you know, Ron's pipes don't quite make it. Smith's pipes uh, sound terribly generic. <laughs> uh, you know, so, um, you know, yeah, you know, go with something, um, man, you know, which is, uh, uh, you know, kind of that, uh, you know, synonym, you know, but, um, uh, you know, make a little bit, uh, make it, you know, make it something else. Uh, you know, I guess if I could have put uh, the umlaut over the A, you know, I probably would have <laughs> done that as well. But, uh, it, you know the, the the name per se, and especially at this point, is not important. Where can uh, we go to see your pipes, and where do they start out price wise? Uh, let's see. Go well. Uh, the Facebook page, uh, Ron Smith, uh, is there. I'll generally post the uh, new stuff, uh, which is suitable for you know suitable for publication. Uh, you know, on there. Uh, you know, price-wise, um, having grown up a poor boy, uh, you know, I try to price the pieces uh, primarily at a hundred bucks or less. And um, I, you know, you know, fortunately, uh, you know, fortunately, I'm, uh, you know, I'm not a full-time maker. Uh, it's uh, you know, it's a hobby. I'm going to treat it as such. So, um, you know, bottom, you know, bottom line, cheap. Uh, you know, if uh, you know we're you know dealing with students or uh, you know some folks, uh, you know, I mean, I I don't mind uh, you know discounting deeply, uh, and for old friends and everything else, <laughs> you know, I, I have a hard time uh, you know doing a retail price, and uh, they are pretty easy to work with on that uh, level. So the lawyer in you has worn off. Well, um, no, even uh, no. I mean, even even back then, I was not notorious for charging uh, big fees. <laughs> I, you know, that um, well, you know, that like this, you, you know, you do it as long as you enjoy it, and uh, you know, have fun, and uh, you're serving a purpose, and you're making uh, well. <laughs> uh, in this case, uh, you know, with pipe making, making people happy. Uh, in in that case, uh, uh, making it possible for people to. You know, have a decent, uh, you know, decent life, and uh, uh, you know, get out to something, uh, you know, better in life. Ron, we will wrap this up with the fast five final questions. No right answer, no wrong answer, just whatever comes to your mind. Are you ready? Okay, is this the G James Lipton session? This is it. Uh, uh, rip them up. What is your favorite pipe? Let me give you two answers. For sentimental reasons, it's it is a Savinelli Milano that I bought at Yvonne Reese, uh, probably in 1969. Um, alternate answer: uh, the ones I wind up getting from the hands of the makers. Uh, but uh, you know, when we uh, do a swap or something along that line, uh, you know, those are the special ones. Uh, you know, it's a combination of um, uh, you know, getting a, a, a you know a wonderful piece, uh, but you know from the hands of uh, you know someone you like and respect. What is your favorite tobacco? 
simply handles the light. <laughs> and what is your favorite drink? Uh, the, the go-to is uh, generally an iced chai tea. Uh, after that, uh, water, when it comes to something uh, spicier, uh, you know, nice scotch. I was going to say, if you say iced chai tea in your part of the woods where you live, people are going to look at you awfully funny. <laughs> um, uh, correct, but some, you know, but some of them, uh, you know, take quite, um, quite quickly to uh, the tea. <laughs> uh, when yeah, it, you know, became, oh, go ahead. becomes one of those year moments for them. <laughs> when it's time to relax, do you prefer a book, a movie, or music? Uh, uh, well, not not so much books, but uh, you know, I'm an avid reader, um, and and mostly the uh, uh, the uh, social material uh, is uh, you know internet, newspapers. You know, go through about uh, you know five of those a day. Um, so uh, yeah, most likely the written word, combination of that, and uh, you know, watching. Um, uh, the, the news and stock reports, uh, you know, during the daytime, and uh, we, you know, I'll watch a flick or so at night. A football season coming up, too, you know. Yeah, well, I guess you got a few colleges that nobody else likes outside of those colleges that you might root for in football, too. <laughs> well, um, you know, I'm a Florida State fan. Yeah, uh, boo. Always like <laughs> the balls win. Uh, and, a, and, a, and a serious Miami Dolphins fan, uh, given my uh, intimate history with that franchise. <laughs> and then finally, do you have a pipe smoking related memory that we haven't talked about? Uh, a favorite one? Um, boy, you know, a, a favorite one per se, um, yeah, it would actually be the relatively uh, recent ones. Uh, you know, sitting around at the shows or... Uh, you know, around a fire, um, uh, you know, and just, uh, you know, talking to the makers. Uh, a lot of times about stuff other than, uh, you know, pipe making, just getting to, know, getting to know the guys. I I can't I can't agree with you more on that. Uh, but, Ron, thank you very much for coming on here, and thank you for making really nice-looking pipes at a very reasonable price. And if anybody's interested, go on to Facebook and look them up under Ron Smith. There's tons of pictures of pipes and some cool stuff. And uh, I look forward to seeing you again at a pipe show. Hey, Brian. Thanks so much. Uh, appreciate uh, having me on here. I enjoyed this. We'll be back in just a minute. What are you looking for in a pipe? Is it the quality of aged briar? Is it a certain shape or finish? Maybe it's the sound engineering that ensures an effortless, smooth draw with each and every puff. That's exactly the kind of pipe Savinelli has delivered for generations now. With such a variety of shapes, finishes, and sizes, it's easy to find something that fits your sensibility and style. Just this year, we've expanded our lineup to include the Bianca, the Lancelotto, the 2015 Collection, and the final installment in the Leonardo da Vinci line, the Vitruvio. For a bolder style, try our more colorful 2015 editions as well. The exotic cashmere, the sultry licoricea, and the striking Arcabellano red. So whatever you're looking for in a pipe, know there's a Savinelli waiting for you. 
Contact your local or online retailer to find your Savinelli today. This is Internet Radio. We are back on the Pipes Magazine radio show. And, uh, hey, you know, there you go. A pipe maker that is making pipes for less than right around 100 bucks. Check them out. I've seen them. Um, all right. For music, we uh, music. I'm skimming through Facebook and uh, Pete Prevost from uh, Briar Works was tagged in a post of the 20th anniversary of a band called uh, Johnny Come Lately. And so I started listening to some of the music on Spotify and found a song that, you know, and I, I, I like this one. Uh, so so this is from. 20 years ago, Johnny Come Lately with Pete Prevost on guitar. It's called It's a Wonderful Life.
the band is called Johnny Come Lately, and that was done uh, 20 years ago. So Pete must have been, oh, I don't know, 9, 10 years old when that was recorded. You, Daddy, has an email. In the mailbag, let's go to iTunes for, uh, we've gotten three reviews in the past week, which we really appreciate. If you haven't had a chance, go to iTunes and uh, subscribe to the Pipes Magazine radio show there and leave us a rating or review. We love those, but... Uh, F.V. Ictus writes, uh, Greetings, Brian. Really enjoying the story time episodes. It is like sitting around with old friends and just relaxing with a pipe in hand while appreciating the blessing of their company. I uh, have been listening for a couple of years and enjoyed almost every episode. Usually learning something is a wonderful bonus. Keep up the good work. Sole Deo Gloria, Tim. Thank you, Tim. We certainly will. We've got a couple more uh, story time episodes that we'll get out before uh, summer's officially over. And then uh, Brownstone Piper says, Brian, love the show. I've been a listener for the past few years. I live in New York and in Taiwan. Keep up the good work. Uh, that's a bit of a commute between New York and Taiwan. But uh, thank you. We will. And uh, AP Cook says, a great way to spend time. I've listened to the entire library of uh, Pipes Magazine radio show. Brian, thank you for having a fantastic format that keeps me entertained from start to finish. I'm always eager for the next episode and very excited when I'm able to listen on my daily commute. Glad you're, uh, <laughs> glad you're enjoying the entire, uh, the entire library. There's, uh, there's a lot of listening there for you. Uh, so remember, again, if you haven't had a chance, go to iTunes, leave us a rating or review. We would greatly appreciate that. And uh, going back to last week's show with Rabbi Ira, uh, Down Home Smoker said, I found it interesting that Rabbi Ira pursues tobacco in so many forms. Pursuing pipes and cigars simultaneously isn't, in, isn't uncommon, but hey, whatever makes a person happy, thanks for another show and pleasant smokes. Uh, and I'll just add in there that I think it's more common than not for... Uh, uh, for pipe smokers to enjoy other forms of tobacco as opposed to like somebody who's just a cigar smoker. Uh, it's more common for them to only only enjoy cigars. Uh, but I, I see a lot of pipe smokers that, yeah, that use tobacco in all different forms. And then Dino said, I found your conversation with Rabbi Ira both entertaining and informative. He's a very interesting guy. I also enjoyed the Sir Billy song. He's among my favorite comedians. Good show. Thanks, Dino. Uh, Dino, you're welcome, and thank you. Uh, yeah, it's always fun to find uh, find new songs like that. And again, uh, thanks to David for pointing that out. And he's got another one on deck for us in a week or two. Uh, coming up, pipe shows. I have confirmed that I will be at the... Greater Kansas City Pipe and Tobacco Show, September 21st, 22nd, and 23rd. And I'm working on a uh, on having a table and uh, got, some, uh, got something for you guys, so you'll have to stay tuned and stay listening for that. Uh, also, uh, I won't be able to make it, but the Texas Pipe Show in Fort Worth, Texas, that's Saturday, October 6th at Pop's Safari Room. And then the day before that, the uh, the night before that, is a blending seminar by uh, John David Cole in a, uh, a separate smoke shop. But you can go to TexasPipeShow.com for all those details. Uh, and then the 10th Annual West Coast Pipe Show, November 
10th and 11th at the Palace Station. I will be there. And again, I'm also working on a... Uh, on a on a table and uh, the same idea as Kansas City so you'll have to have to check that out and then finally I'm trying to pull it up here but oh here it is the 70th annual International Association of Pipe Smokers Club World Pipe Smoking Contest and Show October 26th 27th and 28th uh, that's going to be in uh, Schwartz Creek Michigan which I believe is uh, near Flint in that area uh, for information on that, you can uh, email P.T. Spaniola, S-P-A-N-I-O-L-A, at spcglobal.net. Uh, or you can call Paul's Pipe Shops up there. Paul's Pipe Shop up there, and I'm sure they can give you the information. It's hosted by the, Arrow, uh, the Arrowhead Pipe Club of Michigan. I've never made it up there for that. I'm going to I'm going to put it on my list of uh, things that I need to do. Put it on my bucket list. Uh, again, if you have any uh, upcoming pipe shows or pipe information that you want to get out, pipesmagazine.com, uh, the there's a pipe show section there. And since it's back in since we're all back from school and going back to fall again, want to become a member of a pipe club or form a pipe club? Well, if you go to pipesmagazine.com and go to the forums and click on the Pipe Clubs banner, you'll see all kinds of postings for pipe clubs in your area. And uh, if you don't find one there, you know what? Start one. Just get together once a month as a bunch of pipe guys. And like Rabbi Ira said, you could be the uh, you could be just a, a an unorganized group of people that get together once a month. All right, rant time coming up. This is Phil Morgan, General Manager of Missouri Meerschaum Corncob Pipes in Washington, Missouri. Our mission since 1869 has been to produce great smoking pipes that anyone can afford. We guarantee our pipes won't be your most expensive, but they just might be the ones you smoke the most. At Missouri Meerschaum Company, we don't just sell our corncob pipes. We grow them, make them, and smoke them. Missouri Meerschaum, Washington, Missouri, since 1869. football game on Friday night. Yes, the NFL, the Carolina Panthers preseason game against the New England Patriots. I knew going there that they had that the NFL had a bag policy. I knew that, but I didn't think our bags would be a problem. I figured they'd look at them. Well, no, the NFL has got this bizarrely odd super small bag policy where you can only have a super small little bag that's only big enough to hold like a, a wallet or something like that in it. Or you can have a clear plastic bag that is the size of what a small purse or something like that would be. So we get there, we go walking through, and they said, nope, you got to empty your bag, and, here, and here's a plastic bag if you want, and you can throw your purse away. Well, that wasn't going to happen. No, we weren't going to do that. So we turned around, walked back around, and off we went. Now, the problem that I have with this is that 
You know, in all my trips to Disney World and all kinds of other places that have large crowds and stuff like that, everybody just goes through a bag check, and that's not that big of a deal. Everything, everybody does that. You go to a concert, they just go through a bag check. Well, why does the NFL have this bizarre policy? Nobody can tell me. No answers whatsoever. So after deciding that, you know, first of all, watching an NFL game from a football stadium kind of sucks, especially when you've got a basic stadium like we do, and it's hard to park, hard to get in there, and you got to deal with all those crowds, and then on top of that, Nobody was doing anything about all the drunks that were you know, waddling through the aisles and everything. No, no, drunks are perfectly fine, but, you know, Lord have mercy. I knew I couldn't smoke in the building because it's on city property, but no, you can get drunk. Well, I'm done going to NFL games. It's just too much work and it's too expensive and it's not worth it to me. I'd rather go do something else with it. So NFL, I'm done. Thank you very much. Uh, if anybody knows why the NFL has that bag policy, let me know. Uh, speaking of that, if you're looking at going somewhere, check with me first. Yeah, that's right. If you want to go on a cruise or any kind of a trip anywhere, check with me first. Quotes are free. And uh, if you book with me, there's no extra fees for booking with me. And there's some pretty good deals going on right now for cruises, especially coming up in this fall season when, uh, when the kids are back in school. If you've got free time, check with me. Uh, you can email me brian.levine at mei-travel.com. Uh, find me on Facebook and connect with me there or email me brian at pipesmagazine.com. And if you've got any comments or questions, post them on the Pipes Magazine radio show page or you can email them directly to me. All right. I want to thank Ron for joining us. Thank you all for tuning in. And until next time. clouds when we're together just sing a song and think about sunny weather happy Yeah, yeah, you were funny, and you're funny, all right. You're a scream. You ought to get a job on one of those excursion boats.